Are you ready? You think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Too loud. Welcome to Too Loud. It is still WrestleMania week. It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It's List Wednesday, to be exact, Sal. So do you got a list? Too Loud Wednesday list. Yes, I do. This week, we are looking at the loudest moments in WrestleMania history. And because it's WrestleMania, because WrestleMania is two days, and it's bigger than ever, right now the two-day-long takeover's on. Big old event. We're gonna go double the size of the list. We're just gonna go through most of WrestleMania history and two big lists. Chronological order. Not really like, oh, this one's the best. We're just going from, you know, early day WrestleManias in the 80s all the way up into today. So then everyone will learn more about wrestling and WrestleMania and the loudest moments, at least the most memorable moments. Well, it's. They're loud. I wouldn't say they're the best matches. I wouldn't say it's the best. Most memorable or most important parts. These are just kind of parts that stick out there because they're way too loud. And it can make someone like someone else's character, just in case, you know, you didn't know maybe yeah. this guy did this. Yeah, these are, I mean, it, it, it's fun. But if you're looking for, like, you know, the best matches or, you know, the wildest, most controversial moments, no, no, no. This is just, these are just, you may have heard of these matches or you may have not. It's super loud. And we're going to get started way back in 1988. WrestleMania 3. <laughs> so, uh, WrestleMania 3. Just trying to keep it with oh. WrestleMania songs? Yeah, that's pretty much what it's going to be. WrestleMania 3. I think I had to say the advice. Alright, WrestleMania 3. King Kong Bundy uh, was beefing with Hillbilly Jim. Okay. So him and Hillbilly Jim fought in a mixed tag match, but it wasn't a regular mixed tag match. It was Hillbilly Jim, Little Beaver, and the ha- Haiti Kid versus King Kong Buddy, Little Tokyo, and Lord Littlebrook. What does that mean? They were the time midget wrestlers, but little people's wrestlers. Okay. So it was, it was a mixed tag. Only the little people could fight the little people, and only the big guys could fight the big guys. Except okay. throughout the whole match, the little people were beating up King Kong Bundy because he's King Kong Bundy and he's a meanie. And he was just, you know, <laughs> beating up on the little people. Okay. Um, so then, the end of the match, King Kong Bundy actually slams Little Beaver. Okay, so why is his name King Kong Bundy and why is that guy's name Little Beaver? He's No, King Kong Bundy is like the walking condominium. Like, he's a big... He's huge. Okay. And Little Beaver's a little dude. <laughs> okay. So, King Kong Bundy hits him with a slam. The match is called off, and then he hits him with an elbow drop. And apparently that elbow drop ended Little Beaver's career because he squished him legitimately. Uh, collapses the ribs, probably. And it may have or may have led to the death of Little Beaver. When did Little Beaver die? This was, like, maybe five years after. Oh, uh, Little Beaver and died because of, of that fucking slam? And when asked if it may have done it, King Kong Bundy was like, yeah, because... Yeah, you shouldn't have gotten in the ring with me, King Kong Bundy. Like, he was bragging about it, like, classic kill fashion. That's what happens, man. It's what happens. Jesus, he... So, King Kong Bundy... <laughs> We're starting it loud as the cell. Killed Little Beaver. <laughs> little Beaver. Poor Little Beaver's family at the dam. <laughs> They're waiting for him. Oh, my God. The... WrestleMania... 6. So, WrestleMania... Six, Toronto Skydome, one of the biggest crowds for WrestleMania. Toronto. We have two very loud moments. Okay. First one is uh, involving Roddy Piper. He's quite loud. He's all over this. I mean, he wears a fucking kilt. So, so he was the rowdy one. He was always controversial. But he took on Bad News Brown. They were beefing since the Royal Rumble. Bad News Brown eliminated. Oh, no. Roddy Piper eliminated Bad News Brown. And then Bad News Brown got mad and eliminated after him. Classic Bad wrestling. News Brown, the guy with the mustache? He has a goatee. Oh, goatee. That's something completely different. No. Um, he hit people with uh, like a bat, uh, instaguri kick. Okay. Uh, like a kick in the back of the head, and he called it ghetto blaster. Okay. Like greatest name probably for the uh, finishing move of all time. 
So, anyway, they're beefing. And Roddy Piper, in his, you know, wrestling wisdom, decided to, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to do this fight right now. He painted half of his face black. Black, blackface. That's the way like, I contribute them the most. Yeah, to be like, it's not a black and white thing. It's just, I don't like you and your ugly thing. Um, Ew. Yeah. So he was blackfaced with a kilt on? Yeah, you can't actually, yes. You actually Ew. can't watch this match anymore on, like, Peacock. They edited not. it out. Um, R.P. Roddy Piper, though. It ended in a, like, the match is whatever. Like, they fight, and then they fight in the crowd, and it's a count out, and they both lose. Because apparently both guys did not want to, they didn't like, like each other. So nobody wanted to lose. Okay, so and you can be you can understand why when Brad News Brown saw Roddy Piper and he was like, "Really?" <laughs> Roddy Piper was <laughs> probably being ridiculous. Brad News Brown didn't know he was, like, no. was going to come out like and that. And then Vince McMahon called him into the office. He was like, "All right, this is what we're doing, guy." And like Roddy, he doesn't look great. And he's like, um, "Okay, whatever." And like he didn't like Roddy Piper regardless. So he was like, "Oh, oh Vince McMahon?" No, uh, uh Brown. Uh, Brad News Brown. Danny's Brown. Okay. So, like, you're just like, all right. Like, this place. So, he, he knew he was at the door regardless. Oh, my like, goodness. He did not like working there. But, yeah, that was that was pretty loud. That but, was really but, loud. But the funny part, which saves it, was that Andre the Giant actually, like, poured out all of the cleaning solution that Roddy Piper had. So, he had to stay in half blackface for three weeks. <laughs> was he on wrestling again with all of it? Uh, well, because back in the day, there's not like there was Raw or nothing. So, like. He had a break, but he was like, yeah, he had to go from town to town and have blackface for three weeks. That's that's what happens when you do stuff without thinking. Yeah. Uh, so that's that part. We move on to the main event. One of the best matches of all time, Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. The loud part is in the promos where Ultimate Warrior at one point says, Hulk Hogan, you're going to be on your way to WrestleMania. And I'm going to take your plane, the plane of Hulkamania. And I'm gonna snap, grab the pilot, and throw him off the plane. And I'm gonna take the controls of the cockpit, and I'm gonna turn it down into a mountain. And we're gonna nosedive straight into the mountain, and Okamania will burn, and the legions of the Ultimate Warrior will gasp out in air. Ah. Okay. And Hulk Hogan's like, listen, brother, okay. we're gonna battle in the stars, brother. Oh my God. So they made this way too big. <laughs> oh, it's a, like in the opening packages, they're like fighting in the stars and everything. It's it's the best worst. Of, like it's the best wrestling ever. Okay. Just Google Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan promo. They're making it sound like it's the universe is watching and oh, it's, it's on the line. It's the best. You have no idea what's going on, but like it's the best thing ever. Okay. <laughs> so that was WrestleMania 6. Oh my goodness. Hulkamania. Brother. Racist. And Ultimate Warrior 1, so you know. If you don't like Hulk Hogan, you gotta see him lose. WrestleMania 8. At WrestleMania 8, we were supposed to get Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair, but apparently the match sucked, like when it wasn't filmed on TV. So they said, nah, we're gonna do something else. And they ended up going with Ric Flair versus Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. So. Macho Man's too loud. In the buildup to this. Macho Man and his wife, Miss Elizabeth, who I believe just got married at the Summer Sam the previous year. They just got married on TV. Um, Were they together in real life? Yes, and I believe they divorced, actually, before the wrestling wedding. Okay. Regardless, they had just gotten married, though. And now Ric Flair's like, hey, I used to date Elizabeth, you know? Yeah, you know, it's me, Ric Flair. Woo! And, uh, you know, she let me take pictures of her and stuff. So like, did he used to date Miss Elizabeth, or he was just saying shit? He was just bullshitting. Had okay. like photo '80s Photoshop pictures of him and Miss Elizabeth, like full side. Like that was in WWE magazine. Yeah. Like a whole spread of just them. Like, hanging. oh my god, <laughs> it was great. And his whole thing at WrestleMania was like, after I beat you, woo, I'm gonna show this whole spread of her naked, like a Playboy spread of her to the world. Oh, and that was his like his whole thing. That yeah. was what's gonna happen if woo! he wins. And yeah, Macho Man kicked his ass and won the title, but like. It was a great match, but that was the loud build <laughs> to that match. Wow, Ric Flair really sold that one. Revenge, That's good. Por revenge porn. <laughs> that was revenge porn right there. You're right. <laughs> Woo! Man, Macho Man's... You knew he was going to win that. I don't... That was a bad strategy on Ric Flair. Like, you're already going to fight the Macho Man, and you know he goes crazy over his woman. Like, why would you incite him more? I think that's a good idea. Nothing makes sense <laughs> that Ric Flair does. Woo!
WrestleMania 12. When WrestleMania came to the Arrowhead Pond. It was 1996. Roddy Piper once again. <laughs> now okay. fighting Goldust. Okay. And okay, this well, is... is Goldust a... Uh, is he black? No. Okay. Well, then he can't fuck that up. Is he any other race at all? No. Okay. But his character is kind of... Uh, the word they use is androgynous. Okay. He's, uh, you know, he rubs... Yeah. And gold dust. And he dresses in an all-gold skin suit and rubs himself. And wears makeup and... And, like, you know, he won the Intercontinental title, I believe, after kissing Ahmed Johnson. Okay. You, you know, it's the 90s. He's getting very loud chants at him. Yes. <laughs> so, um... I was already envisioning it. So, the whole the build is that... Goldust is coming on to Roddy they're Piper. A, they're calling him a cunt, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than that. I just wanted to say that. Uh, fair enough. Um, so... Goldust starts coming on to Roddy Piper. And Roddy Piper's like, ah, I'm not that type of guy, guy. But, like, you know, I don't do it. And, but Goldust is still, you know, egging him on, and then he starts beating him up. So it's like, nah, now we're going to fight. And it's a Hollywood backlot brawl. So they fight, like, at Universal Studios, and then they drive an hour to Anaheim for WrestleMania. Okay. <laughs> um, so they start off. They fight in the backyard. Goldust runs over uh, Roddy Piper with a golden Cadillac. Okay. Then they chase each other. Cadillac leaves. Roddy Piper apprehends a white Ford Bronco. Okay. <laughs> and then you watch the chase. And then they did the chase again. And it's basically the OJ chase. They just put that up. Yeah. And they're like, haha. This ha the OJ chase happened like two years prior to that. So it's not even like it was timely. <laughs> but he does the whole thing. So then WrestleMania happens. And then later at night, they get to the WrestleMania. Take him an hour, you know, to get, you know, the drive from LA to Anaheim. Yes. Um, they get there. And they fight some more, and then in the midst of beating up Goldust, Roddy Piper strips him down, and Goldust is wearing a lingerie under his wrestling suit. And then Roddy Piper, you know, beats him, but he gives him a big kiss and hits him with a chair, and then beats him. And that was WrestleMania. That was loud. That was it's such a loud WrestleMania. Okay. It's a great WrestleMania. That's when Shawn Michaels wins the title and stuff. But hey, <laughs> the loud part is Roddy Piper versus Goldust. WrestleMania 13. A pretty bad WrestleMania. Uh, this one got hijacked because Shawn Michaels didn't want to fight Bret Hart. And he said, my knee hurt. He might have been hurt, but he was just like, yeah, I don't feel like doing it. So they took the title from him. Put it on like The Undertaker. He fought Psycho Sid in a match where Psycho Sid shit his pants and for real. Oh, and imagine no. having to tombstone a guy after he shit his pants. Oh, so is did they say they could smell it? Like when they were ready to I believe there might be one interview where Undertaker's like, yeah, yeah, he, he definitely did. But um, the loud part is Bret Hart. So he fights Stone Cold Steve Austin in this match. Uh, Bret Hart's already being pissed off because Stone Cold won the Royal Rumble by cheating. He got eliminated, no one saw. So then he dumped out Bret Hart. And Bret Hart's oh. like, dude, I should have won. Like, what are you talking about? They're like, nah, whatever. Great wrestling. And great, great so, wrestling. And Steve Austin's a guy who said your favorite wrestling line, if you put S in front of Hitman, then you yeah. know how I feel about him. Exactly. So, so he, he was just demolishing him in promos. Yeah. Continuing. Him and Bret Hart are just, he's just jumping Bret Hart every chance he gets. And Bret Hart's like, dude, get him the fuck off me. Give me a title match. And they're like, nah, you should probably fight Stone Cold. It's like, what? No, I was supposed to fight Shawn Michaels for the title. He dropped it. And then I was supposed to win the Royal Rumble. They're like, nah, just fight Stone Cold. Like, fuck, fine. So he fights Stone Cold. It's a classic I quit match. Okay. It's one of the best matches ever. Oh, wow. Um, it's the match where like Stone Cold's in the sharpshooter. He's bleeding. Picture you've seen. Oh, yes. Like, ah. So Stone Cold passes out. Bret Hart wins. He doesn't say I quit, but they give the match to Bret Hart. But Bret Hart's still pissed because he's like, well, he didn't win the match. He just, he just make passed out. Yeah, and everybody's cheering Stone Cold now and not cheering him. So they're like, this is fucking bullshit. So then before the Undertaker match, he's still outside. He's like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, if it wasn't for you and your pussyfoot injury to Shawn Michaels in the announcer's boot, it's like, God damn it. Then he leaves. So Bret Hart was just the loudest part of WrestleMania 13. He was just, he was being such a sore loser. He knew that he couldn't take on Stone Cold. What sucks is that he's such a great wrestler. That's why it was one of the best fights that you said. The, one of the best I quit matches of all time. But like. One of the best just matches of all time. Like it made Stone Cold. Like that was like the best. But match his promos like, the were, best. I could do his promos. Like I can't do Stone Cold rock promos, Ric Flair promos. Yeah. But I could do Red Heart promos and that's not, 
And that's not good. That's well, not it's good funny enough that at all. These are like his best promos because he just pissed and be like, "God damn, fuck!" And that's why? and that's what I'm doing <laughs> most of the time. And that's his best promo. So yes, yep. I could do Bret Hart's best stuff. So but no, that's yeah, the only problem. WrestleMania 13 was the dawn of the Attitude Era, and now we're into the real nitty gritty, real loudness. Starting with WrestleMania 14. So WrestleMania 14 was actually the start. Of the Pete Rose trilogy at WrestleMania. Okay, I didn't know that Pete Rose was there three times, but you were telling me the other day. Yes. I thought he was just, why would he not just be there once? So, at WrestleMania 14, it was in Boston. <laughs> For some reason, they brought out Pete Rose. Pissed off all Boston fans, huh? Oh, uh, so yeah, so Boston fan, boo. And he's like, <laughs> he comes out, he's like, hey, what's up, I'm Pete Rose. And then he just starts healing on them. He's like, ah, uh, you know. I left some uh, tickets for Bill Buckner. I, oh, of course he but said he I had to say Bill Buckner. He's like, I couldn't bend over to pick him up. And this is before, you know, it's the 90s, so the Red Sox are still in the midst of the curse. Yeah. So he's like, oh, he couldn't bend over to pick him up. <laughs> Everybody hates him. So yeah. then all of a sudden Kane comes out because it's time for his match. can't joke around Bill Buckner. Oh, <laughs> um, so Kane's about to come out. He's a bad, he's Kane. He's like prime Kane. Just started, he's Jason. Like, he's just out here to kill the Undertaker. But he comes out. Pete Rose is like, oh, well, you're scary. And then Kane just picks him up and tombstones Pete Rose. Like, oh, shit. He For just, no reason. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. He just tombstones Pete Rose. So that's funny. That was and before I, Kane was talking? Yeah. He didn't okay. talk about it. He just was about to kill The Undertaker. So then the next year at WrestleMania 15, it's uh, Kane's about to come out for a match, I believe, against Xbox or something. Mm -hmm. And the San Diego Chicken's there. Despite the build being in Philadelphia. Okay, and I guess they try to get everyone, and all they could get was the chicken. I well, then the San Diego chicken hits Kane with a chair, and you're like, what? And then Kane beats him up, and he takes off the mascot head, and it's Pete Rose. <laughs> because he's pissed about last year. So then you know <laughs> what the hell? Kane under tombstones Pete Rose again. What the hell? Then the man? year after that. You think it's over? It's or, Kane. Or Kane's are still building. Kane's in another match. It's a tag team match with Rikishi, and they beat, I believe. Oh, so it always ends in Kane winning. He I, doesn't lose one good yeah. people. Oh no, Kane fought Triple H that year, last year. Then this year he fought X Pac, and it was a tag team match, X Pac and Road Dog, I believe. Anyway, they beat them, and then the San Diego Chicken again comes out, and Kane's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you." It's Pete Rose, obviously, like. This happened last year. Yes. But, like, it's not. It's just the chicken. And then, well, Kane's turned around. Pete Rowe come in and hits him with a baseball bat. But, like, it's Kane. And so it didn't even phase him. It doesn't even phase him. So then Kane tombstones him again and then puts him in the corner and Rikishi gives him a sneak face. And that was... And that led to a Hall of Fame career for Pete Rose. He's now in the WWE Hall of Fame. Because he's not in the MLB he's Hall of Fame. He's not in the MLB Hall of Fame. He should be. He should be. He's he only gambles, he's man. He's a hits leader in fucking baseball. I know. All he did was gamble. Yes. That's it. Just a little bit of gambling. A lot it, of bit gambling. It wasn't even on his games. A lot yeah. of bit of gambling. But that's the Pete Rose trilogy. Uh, when we come back, we will continue with the rest of WrestleMania loudness. We are too loud. And we are back from our commercial break. Thank you for listening to Too Loud with Sound Ryan. We are here to keep giving you the two loudest WrestleMania moments of all time. Sal's giving his great list. He's hooking you up with all the WrestleMania advice. So, Sal. Advice? Not advice. I mean, uh, sorry. I, I, I mean, like, it's, it's more like uh, you're the encyclopedia of WrestleMania right now. Yeah, now but you're, the two loud stuff. And you're trying to like point to the worst part <laughs> of it. That's that's pretty much right. Yeah, that's because you're definitely part. not definitely not the best of WrestleMania. We're, we're not. You're not gonna go back and see all these matches all the time. But if you want to see the loudness, you could go any, you, you could go anywhere for a best match list or whatever. For your information, it's Shawn Michaels Undertaker WrestleMania 25. That's the greatest match of all time. And that's I'm not. I'm not gonna. That's it. That match brought me back into wrestling. I was almost in the point where I was like, okay, I'm getting a little too old for this. So I'll come back every once in a while so often. Nah, that match was like that's the best match I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah. Best yeah. WrestleMania performers and best WrestleMania, probably 
17. Okay. 19's really close. Who headlined 17? Hulk Hogan, I'm assuming? 17 was Rock Hogan. Uh, oh, Rock, not Rock Hogan. Rock uh, Austin. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Rock Austin, too. And that's when he, like, turned. But that's just that opinion. I'm excited for the WrestleMania this week. We'll give our picks for that tomorrow, including betting odds, because that's now on DraftKings WWE. It's it's ridiculous because they know the odds. They know what's going to happen in the end. They're they're finagling us. But, uh, but it's okay. I love it. I love it. And I'm glad that now they're exposing that betting is now wrestling too because it's been wrestling. It's all about going against the majority so you get the most money. Just know, whoever's running this always wins in the end. It's not the other way around. So just gamble responsibly. Be like me and Jordan. So continue with this list. WrestleMania. 15. So we are in the midst of the Attitude Era. Okay. I mentioned the Pete in the Pete Rose trilogy there in Philadelphia. Attitude? Um, a pretty, meh, WrestleMania. But the loudest part is definitely when Undertaker tries to kill a guy. I mean, he's the Undertaker. He's been coming back in that, but this is when he, uh, <laughs> ironically was like a cab man and hung the big boss man. Oh, from the to, from the top of the Hell in a Cell. I mean, you you gotta show your authority. And like he beat, it's an awful Hell in a Cell match. Like it's ten minutes. He hits like Boss Man with like a chair, hits him with a tombstone, and then the match is over. And you're like, wow, that's kind of sucked. But then after the match, Edge and Christian are at the top of the cage. They bring down a noose. Oh, because they were Undertaker's goons at one point. Or yeah, they, they were. Just... Yeah, they were all part of like the Ministry of Darkness. He had like twenty goons at one point. It oh, was wow. when, it was when Undertaker was Satan. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, then he, not a bike rider. No. Uh, so yeah, he brings down the noose and hangs the big boss man. And uh, Tiger Driver, uh, which is a big promotion on uh, Twitter, one of wrestling Twitter's best. They sell shirts. They sell one cool one where it's Kane for in front of the whole lot of red uh, album cover. Oh, okay, that's uh, cool. But another shirt they have is Undertaker hanging big boss man. And it says A Cap. Is that a cool shirt? It's. I'm guessing of... big boss man is black. No, no, no. He's not? No, he's a southern white boy with, like, a confederate flag on it. Oh, then perfect. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's a great shirt, then. It's only ironic because, like, Undertaker's been out as, like, a Blue Lives Matter guy and everything, but, I like... I wasn't trying to stereotype him. I was just like, dude, I don't want a shirt of a hanging black man. No, yeah, that would be way worse. That'd be the it loudest thing so much of all worse. time. I think he only got away with it because it was, like, a southern cop. <laughs> and he's so racist and he got what he deserved from... <laughs> It wasn't even that. It was just like The Undertaker was feeling evil that day and decided to angle man live on WrestleMania. He put both his hands together and said, Ooh, I'm feeling a little evil. Oh, my God. It... Feeling a little evil. I might hang a guy. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. And then, okay. the, and then Big Boss Man was back on Raw. Like, the, the rest of WrestleMania happens. There's no, like, oh, my God. Like It's because he sounds like a big guy, so he probably had too much neck fat. Probably it was hard to get down to it. It's yeah. He hung up there for a while. It's loud. WrestleMania 17. As I mentioned, probably... The best WrestleMania of all time. And there's tons of loud moments. Uh, the hardcore match is pretty crazy. Kane just throws a guy through a window. Um, the it, crescendo is probably the loudest story. Is Shane McMahon versus Vince McMahon. Now, they were just kind of beefing. I mean, it's the McMahons. But eventually, at one point, Vince McMahon lost it. And just started going into his wife, Linda McMahon. And... The and asked, uh, demanded a divorce, and this led to Vince McMahon being like wilding out on television week to week, having an affair with Trish Stratus. This music's fucking hilarious. Um, okay. making out with, and so Linda McMahon entered a comatose state due to all the stress. Okay, and she was just stuck in a wheelchair every week while Vince McMahon would like make out with Trish Stratus or make Trish Stratus do awful things like crawl on the floor like a dog. And like disrespecting his mom, so Shane McMahon's like, I had enough of it. I'm gonna fight for my moms. Okay. He's like uh, Aaron Yeager, kind of, except Vince McMahon didn't eat his mom. He just disrespected the fuck out of his No, mom. but I mean, he's kind of like Aaron Yeager because then he just turns into a total dick after. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, so they go, it's, they have this fight at WrestleMania, and it's just awesome. They beat each other up. It's the oh, most, it's a good fight? Yeah, it's a good Vince McMahon puts on bangers of matches, like every time. He can't, okay. like, uh, he's not athletic at all, but like, they just hit each other with things. They're bleeding. This is the first time Shane does the coast to coast where he jumps from one thing to another, one corner to another. Yes. And he, with the trash can. And then, like, the biggest point of the match, Vince McMahon's, like, about to beat. It actually happens right before that, but he's about to hit Shane McMahon with, like, a pipe or a chair. And then Linda McMahon's, like, in the middle of the ring, like, 
comatose and not moving, but then she stands up and everybody goes wild. Like the entire, it's the Astrodome. Like everybody stands up and they're like, oh, she stood up. And he kicks him in the dick. And like, ah, and then Trish Stratus, who he's been like, you know, doing awful things with the yeah. whole week, like month, like slaps him, which honestly is not enough, but like, she slapped him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Shane kills him with the coast to coast. Okay. So that match is loud. Then we go to probably my favorite match of this match. Better than Rock, Cena, uh, Rock Austin. Like, Rock Austin's more important. But the build-up's just, watch the My Way video. It made Limp Bizkit famous. Yes. <laughs> this, that match. But uh, Taker, Undertaker, I love the build. It's so loud. Triple H had just beaten Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was like, I've beaten everyone. Uh. And Tri Undertaker rolls out. He's broom broom Undertaker now and rides his bike. He comes out to Limp Bizkit. And he's like, well, you haven't beat me. They're like, all right, well, we'll fight. Uh. And at what, like, Triple H beats him up backstage, puts a chair on his neck. He's like, oh, you're the guy who makes people famous. Uh. I'm the guy who cripples people. Uh. So <laughs> they keep fighting every week. Then Stephanie's like, oh, I'm going to get a restraining order against The Undertaker. So, like, he can't jump Triple H without being arrested. Oh, so, that's a good one. Which is smart. But then Undertaker comes back. He's like, oh, okay. He's 6K after uh, Stephanie. Uh oh, no. So then he's like, in order to actually make the match official, He's hold Kane's holding Stephanie up above like a two-story building. Okay. Like about to, to throw her off the stairs. And Undertaker has William Regal like, hey, give me a match with Triple H or WrestleMania. Or, you know, Kane's going to kill her pretty much. That's <laughs> and great. And he's like, oh, no, no, right. Yeah, put her down. I'll give you the match. So they have the match. Then Triple H comes out and he has Motorhead sings his song, right? But yeah. Lemmy is Lemmy. Rock God, R&B. Forgets the words to Triple H's song. Okay. How easy are the words to Triple H's It's song? just all about the game and how you play so it. So it's just, he plays it. You know, about the game. How you play it. It's about the game. How you play it. It's all about the game. The game. Did it, it. Then you're like, what is going on? <laughs> then Undertaker drives out to Limp Bizkit and they have fight. It's a regular match beating each other up at one point. Um... They like squish the ref, ref bump, and Undertaker hits Triple H with a choke slam. He's trying to count to three. Should have beat him. Yes. Should have beat him. Good the, ref, the ref's out. One, two, slow count, kicks out. And Undertaker's pissed. I'm, he's the good guy. He's like, what the fuck? Elbow drops. Just straight elbow drops the ref in the head. So the ref is dead for like clean ten more minutes. Okay. <laughs> they end up fighting in the stage. They're in this big old rafter. Undertaker choke slams Triple H off of like the giant rafter and the camera angle. Like he just choke slams him into nothingness. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. Turns him back into the ring. Fight, fight, fight. Undertaker wins. He's 9 0 now at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. This is Middle Street, but. That match. All that nonsense. <laughs> just to have a match? It's perhaps, if I was going to do this list like the loudest match in WrestleMania history, that match might be at the top of the list. <laughs> Because that match is just nonsense from the start of when they're going to fight all the way to the end. WrestleMania 18. WrestleMania 18. Perhaps one of the better matches of WrestleMania history. The Rock took on Hulk Hogan. Okay. And I mentioned this a little yesterday where what Hogan does to The Rock is the NWO just getting in the way, costing them title matches. So, uh, The Rock comes out and cuts one of the best promos ever. He, like, says, like, oh, Hulk Hogan. You, like, basically, Hulk Hogan's mad. Everybody's booing him in the NWO. He's like, hey, I built this place, brother. He's Hollywood Hogan, so, like, it's okay to, like, he know he's trying to get booed. Yes. Instead of just, like, being like, I don't get why people don't like me anymore, brother. No, he's like, I built this place, brother, and I'm Hollywood Hogan, brother. This place, WrestleMania, I am WrestleMania, brother. And then Rock comes out, he's like, oh, you talk about headlining WrestleMania after WrestleMania after WrestleMania. Uh, how about you headline one more WrestleMania with The Rock? And everybody's like, oh, shit, let's go. Mm -hmm. um, so the week before uh, WrestleMania, NWO jumps The Rock. Hogan beats him up with a wrench. And then they haul the rock off into an ambulance. <laughs> and then the NWO jumped the people in the ambulance. And so the ambulance is just there with the rock inside. And then the Hulk Hogan's driving a semi-truck. And he rams that semi-truck into the ambulance. Oh, wow. Nice. And, and that ends wrong. You're like, oh, my God, they killed <laughs> the rock. And then the rock's back on SmackDown. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no tape ribs, no nothing. And then they fight at WrestleMania. One of the best matches of all time. Like, it's... Uh, the crowd turns on because the crowd's just so happy to see Hulk Hogan back at WrestleMania. This is his first match since he returned from WCW. Yeah. Um, that like they turn on the Rock. They're just happy to see him Hulk up and do everything. So like it's his old man run. Yeah. So the Rock turns becomes a bad guy like in the middle of the match. 
and like he just plays it because he's the rock. He's the, yeah. the best. So it's one of the best matches ever. Not the loudest moment of that WrestleMania. Edge and Booker T fight over a Japanese shampoo commercial. <laughs> so okay. Edge got a Japanese shampoo commercial and Booker T didn't. And Booker T was mad, so he jumped Edge. Makes sense. And that's fight at WrestleMania. Okay. And then uh, Triple H, Chris Jericho. I believe Chris Jericho killed a dog. Or oh, Triple no. H killed a dog. Typical Triple H. Somebody killed fish. a dog. Chris Jericho was the bad guy. So I assume... Chris Jericho killed the dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. because uh, Triple H and Stephanie got divorced. And probably the best wedding. Uh, that was probably like my mom's top wrestling moment of all time. Like Triple H and Stephanie were supposed to renew. And then he like found out that Triple H, Stephanie lied about being pregnant. So oh, he was no. like, no. Uh. So he pedigreed the priest and Vince McMahon and like left her. And she was like screaming. And I remember we were watching dinner. And my mom was like, oh, my God, this is like a soap opera. I'm like, yes, that's, that's the whole point. It's the whole point of the show. No, I was like eight. I'm like, it's not one of your soap operas. This is real. Um, and then Chris Jericho became like her lackey because he was Triple H had won the Royal Rumble. He was going to fight Chris Jericho for the title. And I believe Stephanie had, you know, their dog because they just broken up like Triple H's dog. So they just broken up. So then he just broke in her, the dog's neck. <laughs> and yeah, like Jericho was like supposed to watch the dog and like oh, started wow. shitting on like his shoes and shit. So he just kind of killed it off screen. I believe that happened. I'm like almost positive that happened. So yeah, well, Triple H won. That's it, way too loud. Killing a dog? It's <laughs> the first person to kill an animal out of all the people on the WrestleMania uh, list. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, not previously. The Big Boss Man, the guy who Undertaker hung, actually killed. He was like the worst person ever. He actually, one time, killed Al Snow's dog, then fed it to Al Snow. That's, so, that's like some carbon shit right there. If you're wondering why, yeah, why Undertaker hung that guy. But that was, yeah, WrestleMania 18. WrestleMania 19. Another one of the best WrestleMania moments ever. But people will say this part is where it goes down. Depends how you look at it. It's definitely too loud now. So do you remember back in, what is this, 2004, 2003? Miller Lite had a commercial with like two hot girls. They'd be like, my favorite part of Miller Lite is like low carbs. They're like, well, my favorite part is the great taste. This sounds like, very familiar. Low okay. carbs, great taste, low carbs, great taste. And, and then they start catfighting. Oh, okay. And everybody be like, yeah! Yes. Yeah. And they're like, drink Miller Lite. Low carbs and great taste. Yes. That was a commercial. <laughs> and people loved it. So, the Miller Lite girls were invited to WrestleMania to have a WrestleMania pillow fight against Stacey Keebler and Tori Wilson. Night. Oh, my God. The hottest ones. <laughs> who have dated George Clooney and A-Rod, respectively. No, oh, Stacey Keebler. I thought Tori Wilson was hotter back in the day, but I'm really looking at it. Stacey Keebler was fucking hot. Uh, they all are. <laughs> Still to this day. And... Uh, Cat fight girls are pretty good themselves. So they have a lingerie uh, pillow fight at WrestleMania. You gotta duke it out somewhere. And they, like, you know, slap and hit each other with pillows for, like, maybe three, five minutes. And then they start rolling around on the... They fight on the stage. And then they, as they're rolling around, Jonathan Coachman's like, Hey, hey, ladies. And then I they, feel like I've seen all... Like, everything you're telling me is... <laughs> I, I feel like I've literally seen it all, but I and, just don't remember. And then they, like, roll around on Coach and you laugh at him. And then I think they take... Like, they strip... They pants him. Yeah, and they, then, yep. like I've seen all this. They yeah. laugh at coach. Yeah. And then they all pose like I saw that in match. the bra and panties. Yeah, of course. Oh, so, you course. can't do that now, unfortunately, but yes. And heavy but. on the unfortunately. <laughs> I don't have enough fortune to WrestleMania do that. WrestleMania 19 is a great stack top to bottom, but Brock Lesnar almost dies trying to kill the ring with his head. You know what? The only way to kill a ring is Brock Lesnar's head. <laughs> <laughs> like if anybody was going to do it, it was going to be him. But yeah, WrestleMania 19. WrestleMania 22. WrestleMania 22. Perhaps one of before the women's revolution. This is considered the best women's match in WrestleMania history. Mickey James versus Trish Stratus. I thought you were talking about the actual women's revolution in like history. <laughs> like, no, like, yes. Which, actual, I was like, which one? There's like a couple of them. Yeah, there? the actual <laughs> women's revolution in history. <laughs> you know, we get women main eventing WrestleMania. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Talking about voting? <laughs> um, I was talking about when they first started doing pornos in the valley. But oh continue. So the story for Mickey James versus Trish Stratus. <laughs> the revolution. Um, Trish Stratus is being uh, attacked by this by Victoria or something. They've been beefing all year, and then girl comes out, beats up Victoria, and it's this is Mickey James. That's how she debuts. It's like, oh hi, I'm Mickey James, and she's basically Stan. Like in the video for yeah, Eminem. Yeah, she's her, she's her biggest fan. Yeah, so Trisha's like, wait, why do I remember that? She's like, oh, I write you all the time and stuff. And she's like, 
oh, kind of creepy, but whatever. And slow build. They're like people are already chanting your psycho at Mickey James. And yeah, because she's literally that. Who's that? Uh, white pasty girl that wrestles now. That's crazy. With, who's crazy with Alexa Bliss? She's doing the same thing. Or she was or doing the same thing. Alexa Bliss. Remember oh, Alexa Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. No, but like that was more like they're just friends, and like they didn't do it. This oh, was this like, was like lesbian. This yeah. was full on. She's a psycho well, lesbian. You can't do that anymore, can't though. That That's a problem. That's why they said, oh, well, she can't be a lesbian. Uh, so let's just make her psycho. So yeah, they were they're you know teasing. They she's a little crazy. She starts dressing up as Trish Stratus for like Halloween and talking to her boyfriend. Trish Stratus's boyfriend uh, beats up Ashley, another girl who's just friends with Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus was just down for the Christmas. on a Christmas episode. They kiss under a mistletoe. Yes, and everybody's like, yeah. I'm 13 at the time. Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> um, so then Trish Stratus is like, no, you're crazy. I'm not lesbian. Stop. And she's like, well. Do you don't want? I can't have you. I can't have no again. I'm gonna destroy you. Yeah. And, uh, I'll treat I'll treat my fans better than you treat your fans. Yeah. So they fight at WrestleMania. So during the match, great match. Both good wrestlers. Um, to at the end of the match, Trish Stratus is about to hit her with the Stratus faction. The Bulldog has her head like that, and to get out of it, Mickey James just goes full Trump. Grabs grabs, grabs her right by. <laughs> The JJ. It's right. Oh, this testicular. Grab the whole camel. Oh, uh, when it's a dude, it's called the testicular claw. And that's no, it's called a moose knuckle. <laughs> gets right up in there, and Trish is like, ah, like, it's WrestleMania. <laughs> don't do that, or don't do that any, anytime. Uh, let's go, and then walks right into a chick kick, super kick, and she loses the match. And like after the match, that uh, Mickey James is like licking her fingers, like in a bee and everything. Which has since been edited out of WrestleMania nah. since then, because Vince McMahon was pissed. Oh, he was not. He, he. Oh well, yeah, because they were doing too much, and he's really. He's like, that's too loud. Not. I, well, I mean, he came up with the lesbian soccer angle, but like you know, that was the part. No, that was that, too was, loud. that was too loud. No, because he didn't want to. Uh, later in the show, he gets killed by Shawn Michaels in a great match, uh, by itself, and he eventually wrestles Shawn Michaels in a tag team match. It's Shane and Vince McMahon versus Shawn Michaels and God. So okay. in the WWE record votes, Vixen again has a victory over God. This this guy got pissed about Mickey James licking her fingers <laughs> like a lesbian. It's be, no, it's because he's okay. I didn't mean to say conservative. He's <laughs> a misogynistic male, and that's just how it works. There we go. That he can say whatever he wants, but like, no, it's just like once he sees like a woman do something out of line, like it's no. That's why I say he's conservative because he's like, no, you can't do that. You have to. You know, it's TV <laughs> still. Out with the lesbian. Okay. I, I just don't. I don't get. I I don't get where his line is. <laughs> And I think the more we talk about Vince McMahon, I get lost. <laughs> yes. And that's and that's why he's good because he that's doesn't why want you people to catch up. With you him. don't delve deep into that rabbit hole. You'll get you'll just <laughs> yeah, keep going. <laughs> if you go with him, you're basically gonna already be a Trump supporter oh, by the next five you're years. Already... <laughs> next WrestleMania. WrestleMania twenty four. So we uh, let in this one of uh, the best WrestleManias too. Um, this was when Floyd Mayweather fought the Big Show. Not a loud moment. It's just a Floyd Mayweather match. Like it's great. Uh, Undertake. Uh, Shawn Michaels retires. Ric Flair. Sad match. So I love you one. Now where everybody retires yeah. and they show that gift. But the loudest part. We talked about uh, JBL entering the Hall of Fame. Yes. And so one of his loudest moments came here. He is uh fighting Finley because okay. Hornswoggle was named. Vince McMahon's illegitimate son. At some point that yeah, year. So this is okay. So I get Vince it. McMahon blew up in a limo, but Chris Benoit actually died the week after, so they had to like cancel that. But Vince McMahon was still off TV for like a couple months before he came back, and everybody was still like, "Why'd you blow yourself up in a limo?" So uh, that turned into him having an illegitimate son, and then the guy he was supposed to be it was Mr. Kennedy, but he got hurt. And then not hurt, and then suspended. So they were just like, "Well, we can't give you this spot. Fuck it, it's over. Get named the Leprechaun, his son." So Vince McMahon was picking on a little person for like the rest of the year. Yeah, because he was mad. I remember. Um, which led to the revolution that he's actually Finley's son. Because they're like, "Okay, move Vince away from this. This is ridiculous." Yes. And so, and Vince McMahon sent JBL on him because he's like, "JBL doesn't care. He'll beat anybody up." Okay. He's a dick. So they have a Belfast brawl, which is basic Belfast brawl, which is basically a hardcore match, and JBL wins. It's a great match. They hit each other really hard, but at one point, JBL gets a trash can and launches that shit straight at Hornswoggle's head, <laughs> like from the inside of the ring to the outside of the ring, just and did knock him the fuck out, like in real life. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's like 
I, I, I'm, a, I'm way too loud for laughing at it, but every time I see it, I just ball laughing. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. He just darts that shit right at the little person. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I'm way too loud when it comes to people. I'm Fucking sorry. Finley dude in JBL. Uh, I thought you were going to say that it was like a fight with him and Undertaker Batista. Cause... No, no, Undertaker fought Edge and it was good. But yeah, that was that much. WrestleMania 25. WrestleMania 25 is not that good. It has the best match ever. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. But other than that, there's Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy in a build that Matt Hardy claims to have ran Jeff Hardy off the road, set his house on fire, killing his dog. More dead dogs. Um, and blowing him up while using his own pyro. Yeah, because there's something you can't come back from, Sal. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, touching, well, touching children but and, since, and uh, what's it called? But since and animals. Then Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy both collectively have gotten so much crazier and wackier with all the woken and broken stuff that, like, it's just thrown under the rug. Like, no one even cares about that yeah. anymore. Yeah, because they were beefing. That's when he had his girl, right? No? No, no, no. That's he what lost already? Yeah. Um, so we had actually to the main event. Randy Orton versus Triple H. Okay. Now, Randy Orton had just won the Royal Rumble, but he was being a dick. And Vince McMahon was just yelling at him. I wasn't really, like I said, I wasn't really watching wrestling at this time. I was already kind of getting over it, but uh, WrestleMania time, I was getting back into it because it's WrestleMania. I might as well know I was watching. Um, so I don't know why he was yelling at Randy Orton, but he was yelling at Randy Orton. And Randy Orton got mad, and he punted Vince McMahon in the head. Okay. Goal. And then Shane McMahon ran out. And he's like, what the fuck? And then he punted Shane McMahon in the head. <laughs> so then Stephanie runs out. And she's like, stop kicking my family in the head, please. And he looks at her. And she's like, ah, shit. <laughs> he hits her with an RKO. And then Triple H runs out. Now, this was the first time since, like, they were married. Because they were married in wrestling. And then got really married. But, like, no one knew they got really married. Like, it wasn't official that they got really married. So this yeah. is the first time on TV. They're like, no, they're actually really married. Okay. Um... So, like, yeah, Triple H runs out, like, you killed my wife, like, ah, like, uh, Dragon Ball when Vegeta, uh, Boba gets slapped, he turns Super Saiyan, same yeah. thing. So then, like, it's like, oh, shit. So now, Triple H, then Triple H wins the title, conveniently. <laughs> so, Randy Orton's gonna fight Triple H for the, at first he's like, Bo, fight me, uh, I'm gonna do for my family. And he's like, no. But then, eventually, Randy Orton traps, oh, he starts beating up Triple H. Handcuffs him to the ropes. And then Stephanie get, runs out again like, No, my husband. And he grabs. And then she's like, Ah, shit. I did it again, didn't I? <laughs> so he grabs Stephanie. And he did that DDT where he hangs off the ropes. That was the first time he did that. Yeah. And it became his move. And like Triple H is like, No, don't do it. And he just holds her for like the longest time. And looks Triple H in the eye like, I'm going to do it. It's like, Don't do it. I'm going to do it. Don't fucking do it. And because he's handcuffed, like Triple H is like right at his face. Yeah. But he can't hit him. And he DDT's Stephanie. And they're like, ah! And then after that, he gives Stephanie a kiss. Oh. And like right in Triple H's face. And he's like, like, no! That's rape, though. It's creepy. What's creepy? But again, Randy Orton's a psycho killer. He just set somebody on fire this year. So, I mean, come on. It's Randy Orton. So, that leads to Triple H then going into doing a home invasion on Randy Orton. And Randy Orton's fake wife, who's just in the background, like, ah! Like, that's all the lines that they gave her. Just scream yeah. in the background. Beats up Randy Orton. Throws him through a window. So this leads to WrestleMania, where it's just a regular match. And Triple H wins. Okay. The match kind of... That's... The match kind of sucked. But that <laughs> build was the loudest build in WrestleMania history. Like, it was so great. You're like, oh my god. He killed her. WrestleMania. 29. Another... Pretty bad WrestleMania. Um, this was Rock Cena 2. Electric Bugaloo. And you already knew Cena was going to win. Yeah, he for the title. Um, like Mark Henry fought Ryback. Ryback. The uh, bold white guy. Uh, but the loudest matches. The first one was for the World Heavyweight title. It was Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger had just came back, and his new gimmick was he's going to be racist. He's going to be um, MAGA before it was MAGA. It was like 2013. So he was just racist. So he had this guy, Zeb Coulter, and he was like, you know what? Mexicans suck. They took our jobs. And that's why he came up with the, we the people. Oh, my god. It was gosh. a racist thing at first, but then it kind of got cool. But, like, he was, he was a racist. He was just like, yeah, get these Mexicans out of here. And oh, my he, God, Jack Swagger. And Alberto Del Rio was, like, a rich. He was basically Mexican JBL. So he was, like, a dick every time. Yeah. But then he was like, ah, oh, you're being racist. I'm a good guy now. 
And like, people were like, yeah, he's racist, but uh, I don't want to cheer you. Yeah, like, I wouldn't want to cheer Alberto Del Rio either. They're not the hero of Mexican people. So like... <laughs> he's not Butters. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that match sucked. But like a week before the match, Jack Swagger got pulled over for uh, DUI. Oh, <laughs> so like he blew it. Bullshit. So like, it was just like an eight minute match. He's like, everybody was just like, fuck this match. Because they already knew who was going to win at that point? Yeah, because like... At that he point, just you just had a DUI. You're gonna get suspended, kid. Like, but we have this match. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that match sucked. Then later on, CM Punk in the best match of the night, CM Punk fights Undertaker. And now on paper, it should have just been CM Punk versus Undertaker. CM Punk was the best wrestler of the world that time. He was Seth Rollins. He should have been in the triple. Th- he should have been a triple threat. Him, Rock, and CM Punk. And I believe CM Punk would still be in the main event because his whole thing was like, I was the best wrestler of the last three years. I should be in the main event of WrestleMania. And they're like, You're not the Rock. <laughs> And what's up with the weekend over here? He sounds like the weekend. Pretty much. But if they would have made it a triple threat, nobody would have complained that it's not Roxena 2, Electric Boogaloo. And it would have probably been a better match because CM Punk's a good wrestler. It would have been a better match. Regardless, now. they said, well, we'll give you a... You're not going to fight for the title, but at this point, the Undertaker match is the best match of WrestleMania. Yeah, so because he's still undefeated, right? Yeah, so fight Undertaker. So he's like, fine. So that's the match. A week later, Paul Paradise. For real. Okay. Will Mooney. So they have a big old... You know, tribute to Paul Bear. And at the end of it, CM Punk beats up The Undertaker while he's doing the tribute. And he takes the urn. Yeah, I remember this. (laughs) I've seen all this. So uh, then he starts talking with the urn like, ooh, Undertaker. And like, just be like, well, at least you'll always be undefeated in the eyes of Paul Bear. And I'm sure (laughs) this is where I really turned on CM Punk in real life. (laughs) Because I'm a big Undertaker fan. And I do remember this. And he was being a dick. He was like, I'm sorry for your loss at WrestleMania. He's being a dick, and the last week, he uh, beats up The Undertaker again, then pours the ashes out of the urn, so it's implied that these are Paul Bear's ashes yeah. all over him and The Undertaker. The Undertaker kicked his ass, but, like, it was a great match. But, yeah, that was definitely too late. <laughs> of course. I mean, you know Undertaker is undefeated until one point. And, like, it's a fine line just because, like, it's not as bad as Randy Orton being like, Eddie Guerrero's in hell. Ugh. Like, that Randy Orton again. <laughs> but, um, like, you know, and Undertaker, he's already a dead guy. So it's still walking a fine line. But I mean, yeah, don't. He's fine. Do that. WrestleMania 35. So, best match probably at WrestleMania 35. The whole drawing point, really, I think this was the biggest match for everybody, but the buildup was way too loud. We're talking about Kofi Mania. Okay. I believe Too Loud was already on the air at that point. May have been just slightly after. What's good? 2019. As you mentioned, one of them. So keep going. Let me see. Let me see if we're on the same same page here. So Kofi Mania was when Kofi Kingston was put into the Elimination Chamber match, and they just was like, okay, let's have him wrestle for an hour, and like just to prove that he should be in this match. He does it. Everybody's like, oh shit, Kofi Kingston's dope. Like honestly, he's been here for like 10 years. Like they should give him a title match. Like he's always been dope. Like, and that'll be good. So everybody was just cheering Kofi Kingston, like, more than they've ever cheered him before. Because he's been also doing stuff with the New Day and proved, like, he could be a bad guy. He could be funny. Like, he's pushing T-shirts and everything. Like, he's the highest-selling. New Day are, like, the top act. So they're like, yeah, he deserves that. And every week, Vince McMahon's just like, nah. Uh, you have to run another gauntlet match. And everybody's like, why? It's like, come on, you know. Just... And this, and this is no doesn't Vince McMahon actually come on television and say like no like, yeah no he can't he's like it. no uh, we want Kevin Owens in this match they're like why kill for Kingston won they're like nah you know why <laughs> no explain why nah <laughs> you know why you know why stop that so it's just weeks and they have to do gauntlet match and Kofi wins or like he has to do the elimination chamber and he gets screwed out and you're like come on and Daniel Bryan, to his credit, being like, you're a B-plus player. Like, making it seem like, oh, you're a mid-card guy. Like, you don't win the champ. You're not the champ. Like, you're not much championship material. But it's still... Yeah, because this was hippie Dan- Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it's still... Nah, it, nah you know. People, it was back to Triple H. I met, did, missed this on my WrestleMania 19. Where Triple H fought Booker T. Triple H was doing the same thing, but he was throwing money at Booker T. And being like, clean that up. And oh, my goodness. Say, you should check and jive. And, oh, my goodness. You know, do that stuff. But he was saying nearly... They backtracked me like, oh, he was calling him an entertainer and a WCW guy. Like, no. And then Triple H won. <laughs> so everybody's like, oh, fuck. They're not. No, no, don't do it again. 
don't, don't, don't fucking do it. And to their credit, Kofi Kingston beat Daniel Bryan, became the first African-born WWE champion, and it was the best moment of WrestleMania 35. The women fought at the end and did the main Oh, wait, wait, wait. Like, You're not even mentioning... Oh, my God. What? Dude. Okay, so keep going. Oh, yeah. Well, like, that, that was the loudest one of 35. Do you have any more WrestleManias to talk about? The last year's and this year's? Uh, what, what am I missing? So... Brock Lesnar didn't fight Kofi Kingston for the title. That didn't happen at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. It wasn't at WrestleMania? Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that because I just want to know that because that was a loud moment because it was a 10-second fight. But now, you're telling me a loud moment wasn't when the Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker and broke the streak? You skipped completely over that? I mean... Uh, it, it, Everyone it, must know the greatness of Brock Lesnar. Okay, that he was... He defeated the streak. Yeah, he almost killed The Undertaker. And was it even a great match? No. It's That's what I'm saying. Sad. It's kind of sad to watch because Undertaker, like, legit gets concussed at some point during the match, and he gets all loopy. It's funny looking back, though, because the funniest part is The Undertaker walks out, and, like, he does this long... Like, Undertaker's entrance is already, like, two days. So, like, he goes even longer by, like, pointing at, like, these uh, caskets. Of like everybody he's beat at WrestleMania, it's already like 21 and 0. So they go through 21 caskets, and then he leaves one for Brock Lesnar, yeah. just to get his ass fucking CTE. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's the funny part watching it back, but it's still a sad match. Like dude, he just killed this. Whole and Undertaker honestly was never the same since then. Like he he's put that's on right. good matches, but like he just wasn't the Undertaker since then. And it wasn't loud. I mean, it was just a shocking... What I do you mean? It's, it's the loudest moment in history. Is that King Kong Bunny killing a little person or Undertaker hanging a cop? Yes, because he ended the streak. It was loud. Yes. And it wasn't a great match because that's why you wouldn't put it in the greatest matches of all time. You could, you put could in the loudest know, matches. It's like one of the biggest moments, but I'm not saying just big moments. I'm saying loudness. And that moment was actually quiet because the whole stadium was just... Like, just quiet? Couldn't believe except yeah. me that Brock Lesnar fucking took him it, out. It was wild, so... Okay, we said that, your honorable mention, but let's move to last year's WrestleMania. WrestleMania 36. And last year's Mania was so crazy just because there was no people. And, like, if you watch it back now, it's weirder because they don't have the amplified noise or nothing. It's just empty. Yeah. So it's just, like, weird and spooky. No claps. Some of the matches are still pretty good, but it's just, like... And they don't even have, like, the wrestlers clapping in there because they had no idea what to do. Oh, okay. So, like, it's just weird to look, and it'll always be a weird WrestleMania look. I, I want for the documentary to come out for that one. They've done a couple, but, like, just to, like, see, like, what everybody's reaction were. But the loudest part of that was when The Fiend killed John Cena, who has not been seen since this. Really? I mean, he's never been seen since he arrived. I yes. know those jokes go over your head. Um, but, yeah, so John Cena fought The Fiend, who's an evil Bray Wyatt's evil devil clown monster. Clown baby. Yes. Um, he fought him in a Firefly Funhouse match, and it just gets trippy, and it becomes the 80s, and then back to 2000s, and John Cena be go joins the NWO. It's a movie. So they got WandaVision. He got WandaVision okay. hard before WandaVision was cool. And then he, you know, kills John Cena. John Cena disappears, and he has not been seen on WWE since that. Why? They, they, that's just the way they I want mean, to kill him I mean, he's been off? filming movies, but, like, he's been killed in WWE canon. Like, he's dead. He's dead right now. <laughs> he's just dead. He's like, no one... And, like, you know he acts. But, but like, and he's going to come out at some point to get that 17 title run. I, I, I mean, he probably will, but I don't think at this point. I don't know. He's just dead. So that was definitely the loudest where you're just like, what the just that I watch. It's great. But like... If you want to see John Cena, just watch the new Fast and the Furious movie. Or, um... Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Plays a guy who would eat a bag of dicks. And finally, we get to this year's WrestleMania. And the loudest match built up so far is definitely The Fiend again. Fighting Randy Orton. Who has spent most of this past two months arguing with Soldier Boy that how wrestling's not fake. And Alexa Bliss. So he's just been and arguing with females his whole the whole time um he's fighting the evil clown monster who as previously noted he set on fire <laughs> like legit he rko'd him while he was on fire which was badass as fuck um he tried to set alexa bliss on fire but she disappeared and he rko'd the shit out of her which is hilarious because she's like shorter than you oh she's uh, tiny she probably weighs like 100 pounds tiny well, less than that she's like 90 and like graduate just goes boom like oh um, yeah, so, like, now Randy Orton's been throwing up black ink 
And at fast lane, the Fiend came back all burnt to a crisp, looking like Jason. Like, not even Jason, like, in the early movies where he's just a mask. Like, where he's all dead and shit and rotting. And, yeah, they're going to fight. I hope it's kind of a Firefly Funhouse match, too, where, like, he can do movie stuff and kill Randy Orton. He's going to kill Randy Orton. He's going to kill Randy Orton. Damn. And it's weird because, like, Randy, Randy Orton fucked him up already, huh? Uh, Randy Orton, yeah, he burned him alive. <laughs> okay. Um, We'll get to predictions later, like, tomorrow. But, yeah, that's been loud. Randy Orton got his face set on fire. The rest of the matches are, you know, normal wrestling. I can't think of a, like, loudness, a crazy angle going on where it's, like, you know, le crazy lesbians, midget wrestling, sending a plane into a mountain. And maybe, for some reasons or not, blackface. <laughs> Half blackface. You know, Only. sometimes wrestling fans get mad. They're like, ah, they're changing things. They're sometimes, you know, wrestling can be real, especially WWE, can be too loud. And Obviously. If this list hasn't told you that. But hopefully there are some moments that are way too loud at this WrestleMania. And if they are, you know, we'll be there. See a bad bunny in the Miz? Who knows? That's going to be loud too. When we come back tomorrow, we will do our predictions. There's actually bets, props, and otherwise. Because WWE works with DraftKings now. So they're, so, they're going to just take everyone's we're money. We're going to go match by match. We're going to get props for some matches and others. And we'll pick the Masters, too. Doing all that tomorrow. When we come back, we have two loud minutes. We are too loud. So you've been a guest in your own home. It's time to make your house your own. Pick I'm too loud, too loud. But I'm too loud. Too loud. Too loud. I'm too loud, too loud Sound the word that I'm too loud Too loud, too loud minutes Too loud and too loud minutes Cause I'm too, 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 too loud a too loud for two minutes Too loud or too loud minutes Cause I'm too, 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 too loud minutes Two loud minutes on the clock Two loud minutes time Two loud minutes Bounce. In three, two, loud So Deshaun Watson Actually his Nike deal got suspended Just today so, yeah. are you surprised or? No. No, me neither. Nike, I mean, Nike dropped Tiger Woods for just cheating on his wife. They dropped like, Michael uh, Vick just for killing a dog. That's, no, we went through this whole list. Like, we don't touch animals. Don't talk about my, my oh favorite my God. Uh Chris Jericho is going to be on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. That's uh, the show on WWE Network. It's just crazy because Chris Jericho is on AEW. Like, currently, he's fighting with Mike Tyson. And he's going to be on the WWE Network on WrestleMania Sunday after WrestleMania. Oh, nice. Well, then that'll... That's, like, probably the best show on the WWE Network, too. Like, Austin just interviewing guys. Yeah, he's the Joe Rogan of the WWE. So, uh, Megan Rapinoe? Is that her name? Yeah. Megan Rapinoe's Rapone. getting pissed. Uh, yeah. Rapone. Because uh, Draymond Green's claiming women are making complaints instead of taking action towards equal pay and investment in women's sports. And Megan had something to say. She said, you obviously showed your whole ass in not even understanding what we talk about all the time. You don't think we ask for more money? I mean... What are we screaming about? <laughs> Non-stop. Yeah. Do you think Draymond's just being a dick all the time when he's just bagging on women and saying that they don't deserve the equal pay? Because that's oh what he's saying. I, I think Draymond was probably maybe taken out of context there and was probably asked about WNBA more than he was just about women's sports in general. Yeah. He has a point. Yes. Like, put your money into it and actually do it with your dollar. But, no, the women's soccer team should be getting paid more than, like, NBA players because they're champs. So, they, it, the thing is, they... Or take she she took it out of context, but she's definitely someone who deserves to at least say no. I no, deserve yeah, equal no, pay. Yeah, like she's credible source. She's credible, but also I don't think that was Draymond Green's argument. But Draymond Green's still too loud. So Cher has uh, gotten quite a bit of slack for a tweet. She uh, she's the worst. Tweeted out a couple days ago, was talking with my mom, and she said, "I watched Trial of the Policeman Who Killed George Floyd and cried." It read. <laughs> 
I said, Mom, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I kept thinking, maybe if I had been there, maybe I could have helped. <laughs> you think Sherrick would have helped in the George Floyd this? case? And you know how I know she said the wrong thing? So remember, I uh, you told me the story first. And then I listened to it on the groove on Sirius XM, and I told you that like a guy was talking about it, and yeah. the guy was like, "Hey, just think before you write." Like that's what he just said. The guy reset the story this morning and said, "Hey, I just think before you write." So that's how you know she did not say the right thing. This guy literally had to break the story two days, days in a row. Too, well, because today she tweeted, "These last days have been hard, soul searching, painful ones. My wording was wrong and precise." When I'm over emotional, I should wait, walk away, then tweet. I felt sorrow, did wish I could have helped George. <laughs> By doing what? Sucking off the whole jury? Sometimes you feel like what she could have explained shares? in a tweet. Sorry, I have a. That was two loud minutes. No, way she would have like saying like as he was being arrested, like, "Hey, stop! Do you believe in life after love?" No, <laughs> she would have tried to suck him off because that's what she is. Oh too my loud. god, that's too, too loud. loud. Too loud minutes. Thank you for listening to Too Loud. With Sal and Ryan, we were Do talking about all of Sal's two loudest moments in WrestleMania history. So go check those all out. Tomorrow, we are actually going to do our Do WrestleMania picks, Do our loud. Golf Masters picks, because the Masters is this weekend. I already know who I want. We already know who Sal's kind of thinking about. And then we're going to do our two loud Thursday mix, because we know you guys love it. And actually, you guys really do love it, because that's like our most played Do loud out of everything. You can play our Too Loud Mixes as well as this episode on Anchor.fm or wherever you stream podcasts. Follow us at Too Loud Sal Ryan on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Too Loud TV on YouTube. Too Loud. It's too loud. It's too loud. It's too loud. Ah!